Hey everybody, welcome back to the Model Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Inder. Gary, known as that deaf Canadian guy to his 107,000 followers on TikTok, educates and shares awareness surrounding the deaf and hard of hearing community through witty and comical TikTok videos. I have been a fan of his for a very long time and we share the same sense of humor. I am so honored to have him as my guest today as we discuss what it was like to grow up deaf the changes society can make to accommodate those who are hard of hearing, the importance of ASL, things hearing people should know, and we smash some stigmas here and there. Thank you so much, Gary. Please go check out his videos on TikTok. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Please like, comment, share uh, this podcast. It really helps us out. Thank you so much. And please enjoy this episode featuring that deaf Canadian guy. Hi, Gary. Hi. So excited to see you and be talking to you. Okay, like, let's just give, tell everyone who you are, because I'm a big fan. I've been following you on TikTok for a long, long time. So just let everyone know. Perfect. Um, I'm Gary. I um, live in Oshawa, Ontario. Um, I'm a PSW. I work in a nursing home, but I'm also um, really big on TikTok. No, I don't like that. Um, I'm on TikTok. I teach about deaf culture, I make fun of my own deafness, and I teach ASL, um, and I have a little bit of a big following, so it's it's good to inspire so many people um, with ASL and sign language. One thing I told you, like, because, you know, I saw you on my For You page, and yeah. immediately felt drawn to you because of your sense of humor, because I feel like I have the same sense of humor sometimes, which some may describe as like a dark sense of humor or just being able to like to make to make fun of yourself and accept yourself and make fun of just like the situation and make light of it, which is what you do. And I just find your content absolutely hilarious. Reason why I try to make it so funny is because a lot of people are very uncomfortable with approaching certain um, topics. Um, and I've noticed uh, being deaf myself that some people are really uncomfortable asking about that. So I feel like maybe it's just joke around with them a little bit more. It might open them up a little bit, bit more comfortable and, you know, open to ask questions and stuff like that. So I think humor really does more good. Than, I think uh, it does a lot of good. And I think a lot of healing comes out of it for yourself and for others. It's just more relatable. So Thank you so much for doing that. And just know that I appreciate it. I 100% appreciate it. Um, so that's amazing. I'll be sure to like uh, include all of your socials in the description box for people to find. Uh, but how did you get into TikTok? Like how your, your handle is like that deaf Canadian guy. So how did you become that deaf Canadian guy? So actually... Uh, I wasn't always that deaf Canadian guy. I have another TikTok account where I started out. Like I, I was really big with Vine back when that oh, was. Oh yes. And when that went away, and people were saying, "Oh, Musically is the new Vine," and then Musically kind of transitioned over to TikTok. So I got my TikTok account. I I uh, downloaded TikTok and just started going through the videos. Thought they were all hilarious. Made my own, just like weird little videos, like you know, those uh, dance videos or like just weird. I didn't really have my niche. And uh, and it wasn't until I started like throwing some ASL that, that those were getting like 
the higher views and the higher content. And I thought, hey, you know what, maybe this is my niche. This is maybe what I should do. So I started a whole new channel just centered on focusing just on dev. And my very first video got like 50,000 likes overnight. And I was like, what? Like, it just blew my mind. And that's just kind of how, uh, how I transitioned into. That's true though. Like I have, I have a neighbor, um, Ashley, who is, like slightly hard of hearing and she she's been trying to learn more asl and uh we'll often like send each other your videos when you're teaching the different signs for different things and when we see each other in the neighbor like in the backyard we'll just like sign to each other from across the yard <laughs> so i love yeah like in addition to your um just comedy you also have a purpose which is to share information and even like some asl so that's awesome. I know you have um, uh, like some things that you really want to talk about and that you're passionate about, and I think it's an important conversation. So what would you like to let everyone know first? Um, I think I would like everyone to know that um, just because somebody's deaf doesn't necessarily mean they can't hear and they can't speak as well. Um, almost similar to um, somebody wearing glasses saying, you know, oh, you're blind, you know, it's there's like some sort of different, there, there is a difference between completely deaf and um, partial deafness. And I also, I guess, want people to know that we're people too, and you know, come say hi, <laughs> I don't know. No, it, it is an important conversation, because for me, like I come from, I'm a mental health advocate, and that is just one thing that I really push, is, is th this world is not designed this world is only designed for a certain person and that person is like neurotypical, like no uh, invisible or visible disabilities, um, completely capable in, in a sense. And if you are outside of that, so if you have visual um, impairment or hard of hearing or mental illness or physical disabilities, the world is a lot different okay. and it's not accessible and it is important to really um, show others and prove to others and just make them express empathy but in a way walk in someone else's shoes that we are people too like we deserve to have the same opportunities as everyone else whether that means there's a ramp going into a store or there's braille or you know like ASL is something that it could, should be taught pardon Oh, I said like, or like have a pen and paper ready when you're doing a transaction with a deaf person. Exactly. A hundred percent. And, but it's, it's about getting people thinking about this because. Nobody, nobody does think about it. They only think of the general customer or the general yeah. person. Like I remember, um, so at the bottom of my Instagram captions, I would have like an image description and just describe the image. And one day I was with some people and they were like, why do you do that? And I'm like, well, it's, it's for like the visually impaired so that they know what they're, what, like what I'm posting. And it was just kind of like in incredible ignorance. They're like, well, they can't read your captions. So they don't know what's happening. And I'm like, actually on your phone, you can have it so that it says the, it, it reads out loud to you. And, and people were blown away. And so it's just about that um, complete, just, I don't know, there's no education about uh, 
disabilities or different abilities and what what life is like for other people and it's scary well it's like uh so you're deaf so you are only you you can't hear and you can't talk or you're blind so you can't see there's always like a very specific um thing that you are you're not oh when if you're deaf you know you 10% hearing you have or if you're or you have 20% hearing like there's no differences to them and that's just kind of that's where I like to step in and just be like actually you know there it deafness is a spectrum it's not it's not a it's not a one thing you know? yeah and yeah you're right like a lot of a lot of people do oh you're deaf so you can't hear oh you're blind mm -hmm. so you can't see and I, I follow like a youtuber molly burke she's actually from ontario as well and she's a blind youtuber and she gets accused all the time of faking her blindness and you know she's like i can see like she, you know she she explains it obviously the best because you know she's experiencing it but um it's people with with I, you know, with knowledge is power, that's true. But with education and knowledge is also the ability to understand. And that's what we're lacking. So again, like, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I, you had mentioned that you had been in uh, like, like schools, but different schools. So can you, can you talk a little bit about the differences? I went to both a hearing school and a deaf school as well. Um, I went to a hearing elementary school all throughout my elementary school. However, it wasn't like I was the only deaf student. We, I was in a deaf class with other deaf students. And that's where I learned sign language growing up was in that class. Um, then when I went into high school, we went, I went to an all deaf school. So all the students were deaf, um, not all the staff necessarily, but all the students were deaf. Everybody used sign language. and. Um, there were so many differences because um, deaf, um, there's not as many deaf people as there are hearing people. The classrooms were a little bit smaller. So that's, that was a good thing because we got more attention with the teacher. We got more one-on-one um, -on -one time, I guess. And with the hearing school, um, there, were, there were a lot of students. We were all in a big class together. Um, the teacher would be talking to I don't know the whole class I wouldn't understand what the teacher was saying and you know being the only person that couldn't hear you don't want to keep interrupting the teacher and asking them what did you say what did you say what did you say so there was always that pressure to like listen harder um, and I struggled in elementary school I did not do good in elementary school at all and I think partially because um, I didn't really understand um, maybe for other reasons too but uh, regardless, uh, when I went to the deaf school, that's when we started getting more one-on-one -on -one time with the teachers and like um, having just a smaller class really helped. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I really enjoyed going to the deaf school. We had de uh, we had dances at our deaf school, which a lot of people are like, "What? How?" But the speakers <laughs> were literally as tall as I am, and they they were like they were loud and all the students would get balloons that would help that they could hold on to to feel the vibrations of the music while they're yeah. playing and um yeah so uh, it was a boarding school as well i would go there during the week and come home on weekends so um yeah and you enjoyed that approach like just i i, I, mean, I can absolutely see how in just a a school that you know like I don't want to say like a regular school because that's not what I mean but your more traditional school like with the larger class sizes where everything is kind of laid out again for a certain type of learner 
certain type of student and not everyone fits that. And so it's, I mean, that's really great that you had this opportunity to go to this other um, like deaf school with a, with a smaller classroom and everyone was on the same level on the same page. And you, you know, and also to, to the school dances, like, again, that's just as a perfect example of allowing everyone to experience the same thing um, that cause, cause you like, Deaf people deserve to go to go to dances and and have fun and dance and. Deaf people doesn't really need a dance, so you know we don't need to give them that. Like, but all deaf people want the same experience as hearing people, right? So give them a dance, get, make it extra for them. Uh, we even had prom, like we we had every we had everything that, but we just had like certain nuances that we had to fix to make sure that um, it would work for the deaf people. So you know it, it is possible. Like a lot of people think that going that extra step to be accommodating um, is like a big deal. I personally don't think it is. I think it's it shows empathy and understanding. And I you know I would want the same thing for myself. I want the same thing for others. And so I just think that it's it's really great to talk about that. It's, it it is worth it. You know to to have something like that. It may it, I don't know maybe to some people it doesn't seem like much, but it's just about that no, sense of normalcy. Well, this tiniest thing that accommodates people who don't benefit from it is a big thing, regardless of the disability or, or um, even like, you don't have a disability, somebody's doing, going an extra mile to do something good for you, you're going to feel good about that, you know? Yeah. And back, uh, so just because it's, it's, it's current thing, you know, we have COVID going on right now. How are you finding the mask? Like, because um, I've been hearing a lot of feedback about not being able to read lips or like see expressions. Not good. <laughs> um, especially when I'm doing transactions in a store with the plastic in front of them and the mask and they're asking me a question, I'm just like, what? Like, I, I don't know how many times I've said what this pandemic, like it's been, it's been ridiculous, but, um, and I work in a nursing home too. I, I've even tried to get like the clear masks into my home, but because they're not medical grade, which is completely understandable. Um, we weren't allowed, we weren't able to bring them in, but, um, a lot of people were very helpful, like with, uh, making sure that I could hear them and stuff like that. But I really, I really wish we could just get done with them so I could hear. <laughs> Uh, and is there anything that comes to mind? You had mentioned earlier, like having a, a, a piece, having a piece of paper and a pen with you, so that you could help someone who is hard of hearing. That, that's a great suggestion. Because hmm. uh, um, I know I think ASL should be taught more, like in schools, and just it should be more like common. Um, and I'm going to link some places where you where people can go to find resources and learn. Uh, all these courses that are offered for ASL. Um, but that is another great thing, which is to have a, a pen and a piece of paper. One thing I also want to ask you about too, because earlier, so on the note of like what we would want people to know about deaf culture or deaf people or living in the deaf world, you had mentioned things like, you know, don't assume we can't uh, listen to some degree. Like that's just, that's ignorance. Don't assume that we can't speak because people can talk. Um, what are some other things that you would want people to know about, about being deaf and that would help people? Um, that's a great question. I think I 
would say like don't make assumptions mm-hmm. rather educate yourself or even ask me rather than saying oh this is the fact this is what i know because a lot of the times they're not facts and you don't know you know what i mean like there's a i you know like i'm a very uh i like i like i'm sorry i'm trying to think of a word to say this like an open open person person i'm very open to having people ask me questions about my deafness um but not every deaf person is comfortable with that so um maybe start off if you are interacting with a deaf person are you okay like ask them are you comfortable if i ask you about this um is it okay if i can ask you about this you know uh, i think it's very important to make sure that both parties are very comfortable before you start educating and start um, sharing that kind of information especially if it's something that's personal to you um i'm just trying to think here when you left school what was that experience like for you because in you know it being in school is a lot different than being out into like they say the real world and it's tough and yeah the real world the real world Um, uh, it was the transition really wasn't much just because I already grew up in a hear- in the hearing world like my all my family's hearing I have one deaf cousin who lives like five hours away from here so I never interact with him I'm always talking I'm always speaking I barely use sign language um, in my everyday life um, I'm, I'm using it more in the last year because of TikTok but mm-hmm. which is get that Rolodex of thing going but um yeah so it, it, it wasn't it wasn't really I guess it was more hard to transition into the deaf world than it was to transition out of it um just because like I said I grew up speaking no sign language my my mom tried to take a sign language class she said she couldn't do it because it was too hard to learn um so uh, so I was always speaking you know so it's and then transitioning into the deaf world was difficult because I would interact with some other students who could speak as well and we would solely just talk, no sign language, and the deaf culture would get really upset with that because they want to know what you're talking, what we're talking about, or like, it's very, it's not rude to speak, it's just rude to speak and not sign. Um, And I might have done that more than once, but. Um, so yeah, it was like like I said, it was harder to transition into the deaf world than it was to transition out of it. But that's just for me, you know, my own personal experience. Uh, one thing I just remembered where we, one thing we were talking about is the is COVID and the mask, and you're talking about your workplace and, um, and oh yes, yeah, so you were saying that because of the now the glass barrier, in addition to the mask, it's really hard for you to hear. And we were talking about how you know carrying a piece of paper and a pen on you may be a great way just for, you know, just for convenience for yourself, but also if you ever encounter a situation where you could help someone that may not be able to hear you, it's just, it's very worth it. Um, you have that. But I think like for technology now, now that we have the technology, pen and paper is not really something that you need. We can sure. use a cell phone. They'll like just to bring out your phone and be like, okay, I'm going to type this for you so you can read it. That sort of thing. Yeah. would help a lot. Um, did you, when you, 
when you go about and you're in life, is there anything that you notice like, oh, I wish this was different because it makes life harder. or I wish this was easier if they just did this. Is anything like that come to mind? I have a perfect example for that question. Going to the movies um, used to be like a really difficult experience for me. It still kind of is um, because of the subtitles, like the closed captionings at the movie theater. They're not on the screen. You have they're, they come in like a weird box that you put in the cup holder and it's got like a bendy wire and you gotta like adjust it. And it's like a little machine, it's about this big and it shows all the captions on there. That's one small thing that I wish would, uh, would make, one small thing that people could work on that would make a world of a difference for me if, if it was successful. Putting, putting subtitles on the movie screen, come on. That's like the easiest thing that someone could do. <laughs> right? Oh, just all these little things like, I don't know. I did. Yeah. The, I hope the world is changing and I think in a way, in many ways it is, but it's also just about like curbing the ignorance of people into just knowing, being, being more open to being corrected and uh, wanting to learn about the difficulties. The, the easiest way you could put it is just walking in someone else's shoes. Just 100%. You know. Um, yeah, I, absolutely. Um, and the response from TikTok has been, has been really great. Yes. Cool. Every, TikTok is awesome. There's wonderful support of people think it's funny. I was a little bit worried that, you know, with some of my, my humorous videos that I might get in a little bit of trouble, but like, like I just made a video last week saying, did you know that deaf people cannot play piano? No, no, I, I saw that. <laughs> The wrong message it was just like it was just a joke but um i just wanted to show people that deaf people can play piano and i thought that was a great hilarious way to show i, I think you did like a follow-up tiktok didn't you of someone's comment that was talking about beethoven or something like that beethoven yeah. was deaf actually he was but it happened like life but yeah <laughs> and um yeah like through comedy and stuff like that like yeah the person that i responded to with the video was like so paranoid that i was so mad at him or something like that because he kept making comments like i'm so sorry for ruining the joke i, I didn't mean to ruin it like don't i'm very very sorry and i was just like it's okay like just i just wanted to make a funny video <laughs> how often <laughs> do you do tiktoks i used to do them a lot more I haven't really been doing as many as I used to do lately, just because... You've been busy, you've been moving, and then some social stuff. So then I gotta work, gotta make that money. Yeah. And, but lately I've just been really, like, trying to get back into it, because TikTok is so awesome, it's so much fun. So much fun. I'm not that great at creating, but I love watching what other people create. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, do you think ASL is something that should be taught in schools? See, that's where it's debatable for me. I've heard a lot of deaf people say, yes, absolutely, 100% it should. I'm like, well, here's the thing. We have French in schools. It's mandatory to learn French. But how many of us actually know French? You know what I mean? So I think if it's given as an optional course, not as a mandatory course, it might be a bit better. Um, 
I think people would learn more if they chose to learn ASL rather than being forced to learn it. Because when you're forced to learn something, you don't really want to learn it. Unless it's something that interests you, of course. But um, I think it should just be offered as an optional course, not a mandatory course. But that's speaking on my own. Yeah, no, I think that's great too. And again, going back to your TikTok, that's what I love about it because it's entertaining, but also educational. <laughs> oh, I just love your videos. I think they're so funny. I just, I, I've told you this so many times. It's because we, I promise you, we share the same sense of humor. Like I promise you so many yeah, times. I really do. I feel the energy. I think we, we are the. <laughs> we be friends in real life. You're actually not that oh. far from me. So. Because uh, even when I do like interviews uh, with mental health, sometimes I'll ask like, uh, so how do you guys feel about dark humor? And, and they're like, the general cons consensus is always like, yeah, not, no, like, don't go there. And I'm always like, fine. It's hilarious. I think it's great. <laughs> um, what else? Anything else that you wanted to, to share that people could you provide a window into what it's like, what it's um, like in life or how to help someone who may be deaf. And I think we, we did cover a lot, like just don't assume anything and that kind of train of thought, which is great. I'd like to talk maybe a little bit about um, some giving people advice on who are just becoming deaf. Um, Cause lately I've had a few people ask me, especially after I posted that Beethoven video, um, some people are asking me like, oh, I'm noticing ringing in my ears. I'm going to become deaf. Like what, what can I do now? I don't personally have the experience of losing my hearing. I've always had a hearing loss, but what I can say is that sometimes silence is great. Um, but, um, lose it. Uh, like the only thing I would say is just learn, learn ASL as fast as you can, as quick as you can. Um, immerse yourself in the deaf culture and uh, you'll learn a whole new language. Would you say that, because I, I would imagine that a lot of people would mourn like and grieve their loss of hearing and which mm. I'm sure like let's just normalize that for a second and let people know that, that it's normal to do so. Would you agree? Sure. Even though you don't have that particular experience, but um, I'm sure you can like understand that and It'd be like me losing my, my sight. If I started to go blind, I would probably grieve the loss of my sight. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's very important, though, to be aware um, of your own body and make sure that everything, like, know, where, know what levels you're at with everything, with your sight, your hearing, just to make sure that you know what's happening with your own body, you know? I have a question too. So what about, okay, expressions, like these, these like wrongful expressions, people like, you know, what are you deaf and stuff like, like, like that it, as it kind of, it's part, it's so ingrained in our culture and social, these kind of little phrases that people say all the time. What, what do you think of about those? So I actually love when people ask me, what are you deaf? Cause I get to, <laughs> and be like actually yes i am and they're like okay i'm sorry so i i personally love when people ask me that just because it's like you want to try and make me feel bad i'm gonna throw one right back at you um but but there is some sort of ignorance in there when when they say what are you deaf um 
I've had people tell me, you know, turn up your hearing aids or like, um, you're not listening, listen harder. I've had a coworker tell me that um, during the pandemic when we had all the masks on and I asked her to repeat herself, she told me that I wasn't listening to her. And I was just like, you know, like what's, I don't really understand that sort of ignorance. And there is a big ignorance there. Um, and it throws me off sometimes. Like sometimes I can think of great quips to throw back at people, but when so, like the ignorance of some people, you know, you get thrown off and you're like, the hell like why are you making me feel like crap for something i can't even control right but absolutely yeah i'm i'm, I'm sorry that you experienced that but i mean i i'm i'm sorry but not really surprised <laughs> it's just one of those things well don't realize that it's an ignorant thing so that's why that's why i'm like i like i don't get super upset about it because they I think their lack of education is what's making them be a negative Nelly, I guess. Um, yeah. Like I, I was talking to a big group one time and uh, I, I was actually for a play that I was in and uh, the director of the play was talking to us and we couldn't hear what she was saying at all. And she was like, you guys need to turn your hearing aids up. And I said, no, they're as loud as they can go and I can't hear you still. Like they're still like, it's, Depends on, depending on the situation, it can be funny to say, you know, turn up your hearing aids or whatever. Mm. Um, it, it, all, it all depends on the situation and the nuances too, so. I just think it's really important to keep a conversation going of uh, like different walks of life and what people experience and how they experience life and what it, because even images. Oh. Yeah, we're back. Um, when I was talking about the, uh, how I put, image descriptions at the bottom of my captions on Instagram and people were blown away that your phone has features that would read out text if people are have vision impairment um and I, it just I thought it was so funny and I'm like you know you realize that there is so there's so many people who experience life differently than you and that's okay but just the mere fact that you're so ignorant that you don't even realize that 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 there are realities for people and there are ways to make their life easier and those ways to make your life more difficult. And you don't even, you're not even aware of them when it's like a harsh reality for so many people. I think it's just devastating. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like I have a, um, a deaf, not a deaf, sorry. I have a blind friend who has that on her phone. She's actually on TikTok. I don't know what her it's right now i think it's uh press something blind press anyways um she's blind and she was showing like all of the like the it reading out loud and it reads out loud really quick and and even then i was like that is so cool i like i didn't even know that and just now i'm sitting here like maybe you know after this conversation like i feel like well maybe people need to be aware of stuff like that like just a little tiny thing like i that. i think so because it will allow people to make um, different choices mm -hmm. kind of in the way where it sways towards making life more accessible for people and, and, and in a lot of ways easier. If you don't know the struggles of people, then you can't be part of the change. If you're not aware of them, and that's just like, I get it, it's common sense. If you're not yeah. aware of someone's struggles, how can you help them? But a lot of us don't talk about our struggles. And again, like it's across so many different types of people whether it's about hearing, about vision, about a physical uh, disability, about an invisible disability, like we all 
encounter life differently. And we all like have kind of, I guess, speed bumps to life and throughout your day. Um, even like this, this is a completely different example, but it's, it's just a, a, a beautiful example of, I read like in the East coast, there's grocery stores who for a, a couple hours in the day will turn off the music and like change their lights so that parents with autistic children can come in and do their grocery shopping. And it's not as like uh, scary or, um, the, the stimulation isn't as aggressive and, and like their autistic children can actually be in the store with them and it's quieter and, and that kind of thing. So it's all about like listening to people who experience life differently, whatever that means, and mm. then finding ways to help them out. Like, it's not a big ask, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a big ask to be, to say, Hey, like deaf students want to have a dance too. How can hey. we make that happen? Yeah, every time I uh, tell people, oh, my, my deaf school had a dance, or like blown away, and I'm like, it is possible, you know? Like, how did you have dances if they're deaf? <laughs> Just because they're here, it doesn't mean they can't feel the music. And isn't the most important part of, of music feel is feeling it? Feeling of the bass and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I think so. I actually have kind of a funny story with deaf people in music. Yeah. Uh, I had a counselor that I used to, or I was at the deaf school with, and uh, very, very, he was very much into like making fancy cars and like putting all this stuff in his car, lights and like loud bass and like he wanted bass because he wanted to feel the music. So he's driving, he's driving, he's jamming to his music, he's like sitting in the car, like moving his head, he's in the groove, and he pulls into his friend's lot and his friend's like, you know you're listening to the news, right? <laughs> bought CDs. It was CDs only. No radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's probably like, I wonder what the news was that day. Like <laughs> probably the, the worst news possible. Weird. <laughs> That's, I think that's a TikTok. I think you should make that into a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. It means so much. And it's just, it's nice to like see you and talk to you because um, I've been watching your stuff for a while. Put a name to your face, yeah. Yeah. Or face your name or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll be in touch, but I'll be sure to link uh, all of your information in the description box for people to check you out. And I hope that you'll come back and we can talk again soon and keep like, what? changing perceptions about the deaf community and sharing awareness and education and make hopefully the world easier. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm 100% down. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gary. Thank Bye. you for having me.